Welcome to Revelations, the place where we communicate truth to power. I'm Cole Johnson. I'm so glad you're able to be here. Our next guest has four decades of experience in the fitness industry. She has made a difference in areas of management, entrepreneurship, and nutrition. She is award-nominated and also has gained a lot of support across the United States, as well as around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, nutritionist, entrepreneur, and fitness trainer, and supplement CEO, Helena Smolik. And this is her revelation. Well, how are you doing? I love it. <laughs> I'm great, Cole. Thank you for this uh, amazing opportunity to speak on your podcast. Oh. Um, I'm very grateful for it. Well, I am grateful that you're here and you wanted to join the platform. Uh, uh, yeah, just reading your your stuff, I mm. said, yeah, I think she has a lot to offer and we're definitely going to really, really enjoy what you do have to offer. And since this is your first time here and you're a first time guest, we'd like to do what is called Open the Way. Now, when we say open the way, conversations normally start when vulnerability enters the room. So from what I can understand and can tell, you live between Vancouver and Seattle. However, I get the feeling that is not where you grew up. I sense a Canadian vibe. So I hope I'm right if I, if I am. <laughs> uh, if, the, if you did not tell me where you did grow up, but I would want to know how were your formative years? Did you hear me say the word A somewhere? <laughs> I must have. Bang on, I am from, I am Because <laughs> we're known to say that, right? A, right, right. <laughs> after every <laughs> sentence. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, I was born and raised in Ottawa, uh, okay. Ontario, mm -hmm. which, yes, is in Canada. Right. <laughs> Some people will say, well, where's Ottawa? It is in Ontario. The province is Ontario. And uh, yes, it's in Canada. I was born and raised there. And uh, it's, uh, it's a government town. So it's very, um, you've got a lot of, uh, how do I want to say, intellectuals working in Ottawa. Right, right. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's a great town. I, I, I love growing up there. It's fun. Uh, it's central to, uh, you know, Toronto. We can also go to uh, Syracuse, Watertown, all those great, uh, great cities. All right. Let me see if I could test out uh, my Canadian uh, knowledge. So Ottawa, that is the national capital of Canada, correct? That's correct. Uh, that's, 
That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Good. All right. So my geography teachers did not fail me. Good. All right. <laughs> uh, so uh, so how okay. how how far is uh, Toronto from Ottawa? This is just for personal curiosity. So so Ottawa is about five hours away from from Toronto. Okay. So it's a hike. Got you. All right. What were your interests uh, when you were uh, growing up there? Um, well, you know, we always, as kids, played outside and, and um, we were quite active. <clears throat> uh, growing up, especially in, in elementary school, you know, I did a lot of, I was a self-motivated youth athlete. So I enjoyed uh, playing dodgeball, <clears throat> baseball, volleyball. Uh, anything that was uh, activity related, I, I, I truly enjoyed participating in. Um, right. My parents owned restaurants, so I was one of those uh, latchkey kids back in the day where you know parents worked and their, their kids were, were basically at home. You know, I'm the eldest at the time. There was just myself and my two sisters. Um, so the, being the eldest, I had to be the role model, uh, right. you know, took on the responsibility, but like I said earlier, it has shaped me into the person I am today, uh, in terms of being, uh, a strong individual, uh, not, not fearful of anything, you know, um, not that we were always alone. I mean, we, we did spend time with our grandparents as well. So I had that influence from, from my grandparents. Uh, a lot of people that made me say, you're someone like a, an old soul. And I think it's because I was around my grandparents quite a bit. Yeah. Who taught us so much in life. And, and I'm grateful to my parents mm -hmm. for providing for us. They worked hard. You know, they were uh, immigrants. They uh, oh. migrated to Canada when uh, they were quite young. My grandparents had decided to move to Canada from Lebanon, um, you know, for the betterment of, of their future, of right. course. Right. And um, when they did move to Canada, they adapted to the ways of the society and uh, they respected the laws of of Canada, and you know they worked hard. My grandparents worked hard as well. They opened up restaurants, uh, grocery stores, and they worked. They provided for their children, and so that carried on into uh, what my parents provided to us as well. So the influence is very positive, and. Mm -hmm. I believe that's why I enjoy being self-employed. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not, I have no fear, right? Some people fear that concept of being self-employed. Oh, where am I going to get the money? And, right. and this and that. But that's the last of my worries. I, I don't even think about, well, I do, of course, we all have to, but it's the process of starting that, you know what, you got the idea, uh, the light bulb, the 
pardon me, the light bulb is on in your mind and, and just go for it. It's right. the planning stages that's so exciting uh, and rewarding because you meet so many different personalities and clients and, and business opportunities that it becomes enjoyable. And, and then all that, that um, the process, oh, where's my money going to come from? It all comes together in the end, right? Yeah. So I have no fear about about uh, starting up, uh, you know, moving from Canada into Blaine, Washington to be with my American husband. Mm -hmm. I basically brought my equipment with me, my dog. <laughs> and I said to my clients, I love you all and I'll miss you, but I'm going to go be with my husband. <laughs> so, you know, starting from scratch. I have no client base here. So, you know, mm. some people would think, wow, that's that's the gamble. Right. But it's not a gamble to me. It's the passion. Right. I love this no fear attitude that you have. I can feel it already. And <laughs> I'm glad that it was, it's, it sounds like to me, it was instilled in you extremely early. Yes. Okay. All right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Oh, my um, I would say the strongest personality, the strongest one, the most influ influential was my grandmother mm. on my mother's side. Mm -hmm. You know, she was a force to be reckoned with, trust me. <laughs> hmm. She, she was just one of these women that, you know, everybody loved her. And the grand children especially because she had this this um spirit spirit in her that you know you don't let anybody step all over you right it's so, right, right. It, it was beautiful I, I had a very very loving uh upbringing mm -hmm. uh powerful role models you know saturday mornings meant my dad would wake me up Saturday morning to go help him in the restaurant. And I despised it. I really did. I'm like, I don't want to go wash the dishes. Oh <laughs> and my he gosh. said, come on, you're gonna come, you're gonna come with me, you're gonna learn some, you know, and you know what? Today, some people may look at that as mm. oh, that's a form of abuse, but you know what? Guess it. To me, when I reflect on that, he was conditioning me to become a strong personality, to understand, hey, not everything in life is going to be free. You're going to work. Right. You're going to understand the process. Mm -hmm. Do you know how important that is for a child to learn that at a, I mean, I was about 11 years old when he, he would wake me up Saturday mornings at seven. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would have, our cousins would be sleeping over and they'd be like, Oh, Uncle Kelly, she just doesn't want to go. Just leave her alone. No, no, she's going to come with me. She's going to. Yeah, got to learn. I bless them. Bless them. Yeah, definitely bless them. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my father did the same with me. Uh, he he yeah. uh, was in charge of a janitorial company. So about the same age, about 11, mm -hmm. he'd wake me up about seven on Saturday morning every now and then. And I'd go, you know, and I would go to places with him. And. Seven turned into six when I was 15. 
<laughs> and by the and by the time I turned sixteen, I knew I knew one Saturday a month I had to basically plan in my head. Okay, so I'm going to spend time with my father until the early afternoon cleaning up, and <laughs> uh, of course being having a child's mind didn't yeah. like it but you know i look back at it now it's like okay this this was my this was my father's way of one bonding with me and two instilling hard work yeah and the hard work ethic and ethos into me so it makes a lot of sense Elena Smolik. This is Revelations. I want to do a TED Talk, but I don't have anything to talk about yet. I'm getting there. Life is for the living. We're not here that long. You can learn anything you want to learn without any money spent. What do I really enjoy? What do I really want out of life? I am your host, W-I-Z-E. Are you in a life-holding pattern? Well, this is for you. Welcome to the Stuck In My Mind podcast. There's a 100% chance of a laugh thunderstorm. Four men with different viewpoints take a movie, show, or documentary and review it uncensored, unfiltered, uncompromised, with no holds barred. Join BS3, Wilkes, King Doc, and HRAP B as they take on Hollywood their own way. BS3 Network proudly presents The Forecast, where HRAP B always predicts. If I owe you something, I ain't got it. And if you need it, get it from God. Live every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Central. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. Nutritionist, fitness expert, and trainer and entrepreneur, Helena Smolik joins me on Revelations. She has opened the way quite beautifully, I may add. And now it's time for us to walk across the bridge to prosperity. Now, the Bridge of Prosperity, we're linking childhood lessons to adult application. Now, you mentioned that you were an athlete when you were younger. Uh, I'm going to touch on that a little later. But when did nutrition interest you? Um, nutrition, uh, was always actually a big part of our, you know, growing up, uh, we, we ate quite healthy. We didn't eat restaurant food, by the way, my, my, um, my grandparents, my parents, uh, all had a garden. <laughs> wow. So if I wanted a bean, I would just go outside and, you know, pick the, the bean off of the beanstalk and, and just 
eat it. If I want a tomato, there was tomato in the garden. Uh, so nutrition, optimal nutrition was always part of our life lifestyle. Um, growing up, <clears throat> ingesting the Mediterranean diet mm -hmm. is a huge, huge part of growing up. So, you know, hummus, tabbouleh, um, and, and the way we did prepare food, it, very minimal frying. It was, you know, everything was made from scratch. My mother made her own yogurt, her own cream cheese, which I do now in, in our household. Uh, so everything was pre-programmed for us as children uh, to eat healthy. Um, what sparked it most during my career was when I took three years of kinesiology at Simon Fraser University. Um, I am not a math person. Uh, my mind, once I see numbers in front of me, my, I actually used to get bad headaches from in math class because of it. So my last year, I decided to sort of uh, go into another direction with nutrition. Right. So I took a course, um, applied nutrition at SFU, as well as, you know, that's more science-based. I also took a program at Alive Academy, British Columbia, Canada, um, in applied nutrition. And so I wanted to gauge where my, my interests were going to direct me to it. And, and I went right into the applied nutrition through Alive Academy because it's more of the holistic approach uh, being applied to a client's lifestyle. So again, that, that was instilled in me as a child. So I wanted to share that. I wanted to learn more about how we can incorporate, how we can save the planet in a holistic way. Mm. So that interest took me into achieving the diploma from applied uh, from Alive Academy, pardon me. Uh, and I am classified as a registered nutritional consultant. That's my designation. Wow. Wow. That is awesome. That's awesome. All right. So were there other, <laughs> were there other interests that you had uh, that you wanted to study when you were in college? I'm sorry. I'm talking to a Canadian university. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, yes. Mm. I I actually wanted to be a criminal lawyer when I was younger. Hey, I'm laughing because, um, oh. yeah. Can you imagine? You were That's the police person that you have. You actually wanted to be a criminal lawyer, man. Okay. Oh yeah, that. I'm telling you, and my dad actually would say to me, you would make a good criminal lawyer. You know how to answer the questions. And, and <laughs> um, you know, because, you know, growing up, you all, we all butt heads with our, our family, you know, our parents, yeah. right? So right. I would always win a, uh, the, uh, the conversation <laughs> with my dad. Uh, but I, it, I don't know where that desire came from. But that was the desire at the time. And luckily, 
you know, in, in Ontario, there was the grade 13, your last year of high school. If you mm-hmm. planned on going further to university, that was your pre-university year. So I thought, you know what? I don't want to spend the whole day in school. So mm-hmm. I asked to be placed uh, in a program called, it was like work experience. Mm-hmm. So you gain credits that way. So they placed me at the courthouse in Ottawa, uh, the criminal division. <clears throat> and that was very exciting for me because I navigated through the system, you know, <clears throat> worked along judges, worked along the police, just just learning the system and how it operates. And I guess they must have picked up, oh, she's a bit of a softie. Let's put her in a court case. Let's put her in a murder case. <laughs> and and I, I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny. But I'm laughing because, um, you know, you set your heart and soul on this this goal in life that you're going to, this is it. This is what I'm going to be. And then all of a sudden in one day, it just, it, it's like dismantled and it got dismantled when, when I'm in the courtroom and I'm alongside the crown and they're bringing out the the evidence, the photos, you know, material that was at the crime scene. And then you, you hear the story. And, and in my mind, you know, my tender 18-year-old mind, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not cut out for this. And so they, you know, my supervisor must have known because at the end of the, the uh, work experience program, I was in his office and he was sitting and he had his back turned to me. Oh, no. And he spun around in his chair and he says, so do you still want to be a criminal lawyer? I said no. I mean, I think that's that's what crumbled my my intact cookie all those years. I'm gonna be a criminal lawyer. Was that murder case? I realized, wow, is this what humanity does to one another through that rage or whatever psychological or emotional uh, conversation they have within themselves? Is this what I would have to deal with? the other side seeing this so I decided against it and at that time Cole I was I did have a part-time job at an all-women's gym where I taught aerobic classes every day after school and so I thought what am I going to do now I'm not going to be a criminal lawyer and there it was. It was staring at me in the face wow. of time, right? Like, this is what you're supposed to do. So I believe in the higher yeah. power. I believe that God was intervened and said, uh-uh, that's not for you. Wow. This is where you're going to go. This is your path. And, you know, it came to me, and it came effortlessly. Uh, and why I say that is because from that point forward, my career branched in, out into becoming a manager of a fitness facility, going into corporate wellness, and then the media would come to me. Oh, I was, you know, I'd be on the front page of the newspaper. Mm-hmm. I was on television, and and then it just grew and it grew and it grew and I, and not that I, you know, didn't put in the effort. My effort was being recognized. Right. The, the 
when you shine your light that way, you have that enthusiasm, that desire uh, to help others in this industry, mm-hmm. it, it filters through. It, it, it's like a vibration that, that vibrates through the universe and, and, and your clients pick up on it, your customers, your members, you know, um, the, the, the biggest part of, of uh, the core value of my business has always, always been to be involved in the community. So in Ottawa, we got involved with uh, fundraising events for the University of Ottawa Heart Institute, the uh, Civic Hospital uh, Aerobics for Research. We, we fundraised. Uh, we did a huge, it was massive. Uh, it was an hour and a half fitness class where all the gyms, the local gyms in Ottawa, uh, got together and we masterminded this huge event to raise money for the Ottawa Civic Hospital Eating Disorder Clinic. So, so the recognition has always been to be involved in community because we want to establish healthy communities. We want to create healthy communities. Um, so that was the premise of it. That was the core of it. And it just trickled on down through, throughout the years of my career. So today we're sitting here. <laughs> I'm so grateful to have met you. Uh, I'm in the U.S. And this is the core value of, of Velocity Athletic Training is to get involved in communities. Helena Smolik on the other side. Course, Steph Curry, Tim Anderson, Jordan Alvarez. And it's caught! Debo Samuel with the catch! Michael Jordan can sense the throw just got the king! BS3 Network. The hottest of hot takes. The coldest of cold hard facts. This is Snowman in the Morning with Gold Johnson. Weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. Alicia. You can't hold somebody to that standard if you haven't voiced what you want and what you're needing from that. Mika. If you're not communicating expectations, you're waiting for your feelings to be hurt. Nicole. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to take the time out to be alone and to get themselves together. Ivan. You got to be willing to work through stuff. And from the jump street, y'all done had problems. Maybe you don't need to be working through those. BS3 Network proudly presents Queen 3 and King Podcast. Live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central. Nutritionist, entrepreneur, 
fitness trainer, uh, fitness master, uh, Helena Smollett, joins me in Revelation. She has opened the way. She has walked across that bridge. And now it is time for us to get behind the purpose. Now, here is where we get to the reason why we function the way we do. Now, you were mentioning in the first segment that uh, you had an interest in athletics early. So now I want to know, what was your journey to become a master athlete? Well, that, excuse me, <laughs> that's, that's a good question. Um, so in Vancouver, I, I met a few individuals and they're between the ages of, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, 45 and up, sorry, 35 and up. And one of them invited me to a practice session in Surrey, British Columbia at the track uh, at one of the high high schools. So I went and (laughs) I've been motivating people for 39 years. Mm -hmm. I go to the track and I see these people. One is 86 years old. And she's winning medals left, right, and center. And she's she's running that track like it's like she's 16 years old. And I'm and I'm I'm astounded. I'm like, there's something going on here. They're not even mm-hmm. thinking about how old they're they are. You know, mm-hmm. so the one fellow I connected with, he's mm-hmm. about 76 at the time. Mm-hmm. And he's running, and and I thought, there is something going on here uh the coach said okay i'm gonna you know test this woman out so he had me doing some drills and and and, uh the more drills i did the more i started to come across that mentality i'm like gosh i really miss this i miss running track the drills were you know how fast i can run from it was 400 meters actually so oh, wow. and i did wow. you know i did whatever he asked me to do mm-hmm. and at the end like the more i the more he had me do the drills the more i thought gosh i miss this it it made me go back in time right so mm-hmm. uh, at the end of it um his feedback what, to me was i i was so happy to hear the feedback and he said to me he says, you know, I can tell you were a runner in school. I can tell that you were fast. He says, the way you run, your positioning, the, your trunk, everything is in perfect alignment. The way you use your arms, I can tell you were a runner. I said, wow. So, you know, you think it's been lost. But really, it hasn't been. So, again, it's that guidance, right? And um, mm-hmm. And being amongst that group, it was... 
it was great because they're so positive and and they don't discuss you know you hear it all the time oh i'm i'm 59 i can't do that you know i'm getting old hey i'm 58 i'm not going to walk around worrying about oh i'm old i'm getting there you know i don't speak that way i i believe in the human body is capable of achieving whatever you decide to train it with mm. wow. yes i know we need to retire at some point in life right but it doesn't mean that because you retire that that's it you know, wow. for me, right. I'm going to keep moving my body as long as we are way ahead right now in terms of, you know, you asked about nutrition. Mm -hmm. Nutrition has evolved uh, right. in many various ways. You know, it, it, it's been stretched and done and this and that. Uh, so because I have that background, I know exactly what my body needs. I know exactly my genetic makeup. I know exactly what my body type is and I know how to work right. with it. So am I going to say to myself, oh, I'm 58, I'm, oh no, I can't run that. You know, I go out speed training on my bike. Mm -hmm. You know, people see me flying by. <laughs> there she goes. <laughs> um, so it really, really depends on how you view where, where your mindset's at. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. See, note to self. Helena is lying about her age. She says she's fifty-eight, but she looks thirty-five. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Not bad. Oh, this mic is on. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, you do look wonderful, fifty-eight. No doubt about that. Wow, I would not have guessed that age at all on you. Really? Right. What would you have no. guessed? Really, thirty-five? Mm -mm. 30 between 35 35 and 40 that's probably what i would have guessed wow thank you yeah yeah, yeah no i'm 58 wow well you look really good at 58 uh <laughs> okay so you so you, you talk sorry about, i sent you a shocker there cool <laughs> yes yes yeah that you hit me with that number i was not expecting that i was like no no way uh <laughs> so so obviously you you live in, uh, you lead an active lifestyle. That's obvious, uh, and and you were and you got rave reviews from when you were tested about having great form as a, a track uh, as a track person. Uh, I am interested in, to hear about someone who is so active as you are. What has been your greatest personal fitness challenge? The greatest cha fitness challenge mm -hmm. is learning to swim. <laughs> I can cut to that too. <laughs> I, I will get into a pool and there I go to the bottom. <laughs> and we know, we know that muscle weighs more than fat, right? Exactly. So it's like, even as a child, uh, back in the day, we, um, I don't know if the schools do this with uh, today's youth, but in mm -hmm. back in our day, we the school would take us for swimming lessons at mm -hmm. the local pool. So I was petrified 
to jump in like everybody would and and you know <laughs> try mm. to save. I would just start sinking and mm. I would get so scared. And I remember uh going sailing with a bunch of friends in BC and they would say to me, you know, they had the, the life jacket on me and they'd say, Well just jump in and one one of them was a great swimmer. She was actually a lifeguard. And she said, don't worry, I'll be right beside you. And mm. I refused. I said, no, I don't. I can't see the bottom of the ocean. It's dark. I will not jump. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I had the, I think that is the biggest challenge for me. Um, you know, I've had so many wonderful people, my friends say to me, don't worry, just jump in. I'm like, no, <laughs> that's that's the challenge. Although I love teaching aqua fitness, and I yeah. only teach it in the shallow end, because <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> there okay. is deep water aqua fitness, and I've been asked, "Would you like to teach it?" And I'd say, um, "No, I think I'll just stay in the shallow." End. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right, right, right. That's my challenge. <laughs> that's that's a that's a that's a challenging well that's challenge for anybody actually uh I, I think yeah. So. yeah 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 <laughs> yeah all right so i guess i will have you take a trip back uh, so what is Catherine's lady fitness Catherine's lady fitness opened up during the the aerobics boom so we're talking early to mid 80s then yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. So back then we had, and it's interesting because the only reason why I got into aerobics mm -hmm. was because my sisters did that 20 minute workout that they had televised three or four times a day back then with mm -hmm. best motive. Um, and you know, they, they were like, you gotta try this. This is so much. It was the 20 minute workout. And I'd say to them, Oh, that, looks really no no thanks that looks <laughs> not even challenging me. you <laughs> no no because you know i was running track right i was right. jogging all the time and mm -hmm. so um to me that that looked like no that that looks weird to me <laughs> so right. mm -hmm. um until one morning mm. 6 a.m i thought oh, i'll try it mm -hmm. there there it was there was you know, I put on, I turned on the television and there was Bess Moda doing these moves and, and, uh, you know, you had to be coordinated as well, right? You know, you've mm -hmm. got your arms and legs moving in synchronicity. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, so I thought, Hey, okay, I'll give it a try. I'm telling wow. you, I fell in love with it. Wow. And so Catherine's lady fitness was just down the street from our house. Mm -hmm. And I thought, geez, I wonder if they're going to hire me because believe I had I'd have to have some sort of certification behind me to teach those classes and right. back in those days um I did apply they did hire me under the premise that I go get certified back then of course through the Y mm -hmm. so I did that and that was it that was like I said my career was staring at me in the face Right. I was teaching classes every day after school and uh, 15 classes a week.
We will be right back with more Helena Smolik. This is Revelations. What's on E. Dicker's mind? A and B, I'm going to see my way out of it. Because why? I don't care. I have a message for people who do nothing but complain about black people. We can't change who we are. You called the cops on me? I think that every time you call the cop on someone on a false accusation, your ass need to be a little bit punished. BS3 Network proudly presents a man with a lot to say and is unabashed to say it. What's on E. Digger's mind? Sundays at 7.30 p.m. Central. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. Are you looking for something to do on your lunch break? Well, there's a show on the BS3 Network that has only four words to say to you. free well now you can revelations is on patreon become a patron today nutritionist, entrepreneur, and fitness trainer, Helena Smolik is joining me on Revelation. She has opened the way, walked across the bridge. She has given us the reason why she is the way she is. And now it is time to bring all of that to light. Now, all of us shine in a unique way. And, of course, Helena, you were completely of no exception to that. Uh, so you have talked about nutrition. You've talked about fitness. Uh, we, I think, now have to get to the supplement side of you. So how did you get into the supplement portion of nutrition and fitness? Um, I started to look into supplementation during 
COVID. Because I forecasted there's going to be food supply issues. There's going to be, uh, there's going to be, you know, I, I forecasted there's going to be quite a bit happening with individuals and, and protests. And actually one of my neighbors said, well, what makes you say there's going to be protests? And I said to her, I said, well, just think of it. We're being told to distance ourselves from each other. The human race, we're programmed to give hugs. Okay, now we're told stay six feet apart, Mm -hmm. stay home, everything's shut down. What do you think is going to happen? We're not, you know, the world is not going to be happy about it. Uh, So you're going to always have, you know, either it's a group or or a few that will trigger things, right? They're going to be outspoken about it. So, and it started to happen. So. Mm Um, the nutrition, the supplementation, I started to think about, okay, so, so now we're staying home. Everything's shut down. Where's our food supply going to come from? Mm. And I don't know about you, but. I think they were letting only a few people in at a time mm-hmm. to go do groceries. Mm-hmm. So that meant, and, and people would go in and just buy things up, mm-hmm. you know, and not even think about there's a lineup out, outside around the corner mm-hmm. of others that need supply as well. So I started to think because of this, we're going to become nutrient deficient so whatever is missing in my body i'm going to need to it. so i started to look around for various uh, various companies and i've aligned with uh, a, a few that are top of the line supplement companies and I thought, okay, it's time to take a multivitamin. It's time to, I've always uh, taken care of my immune system anyway. So uh, include that into it and then balance it with whatever we can get in terms of waiting and it like literally waiting in line to get into a a grocery store. I think they were letting uh, 10 people in at a time. Yeah. And that's, that's low, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if, if it's a big place. So, so that's where the supplementation interest started for me. Ah. Okay. Wow. So this is a very new entrepreneurial journey for you. Okay. Or new-ish, I'll put it that way. And speaking of that, so you talked about the fact that you have had the energy of being your own boss and and being in these places where you got a chance to be an entrepreneur. So what has been the greatest entrepreneurial challenge for you? And on the flip side, what has been the, what has been the greatest reward in being that woman boss? Um, <clears throat> the greatest challenge for me uh, during this period 
is gauging my place in this beautiful country, the United States of America. Mm. Um, you know, Canada is not as big as the United States. Mm. So, you know, just gauging the differences between the two countries in terms of what Health Canada accepts and what the, the USDA accepts, like just gauging that difference has been uh, a learning process, uh, an eye-opener, and uh, just learning more about how I can bring what I've learned um, in Canada into the United States as well, um, because it is more of a health-conscious country, and sharing that with my fellow Americans is really important for me. So where do we start? We start by educating the population. We start by helping those that don't have the availability to those opportunities. Mm -hmm. it, it has to be unselfish. We can't be selfish when, when we talk about someone's health. I've been doing this for 39 years. Mm -hmm. I do it unselfishly for others. Mm -hmm. um, and what I mean by that, I've had people, I've had clients come to me and say to me, oh, you're too expensive. I can't afford you. Never in my 39 years of doing this have I turned that individual away. Mm. All I would say is that, okay, I'm going to give you one month of free training. All I ask is that you let me know whether you like it or not and share if you like it. Wow. It doesn't hurt to do that. Mm. Our health is our base. Simple. Bottom line, that's our base. And in today's new world, we need to do as much as we can to share that opportunity with everybody. Uh, my greatest reward is and has been and will always be the people that I train. The people that I meet, my clients, the difference I've made in their lives, um, that's the biggest reward. Number one, I've met the most fantastic people. You know, <laughs> I've shared laughs with them. I've, you know, they've invited me into their homes. That's my greatest reward is my clients. The people I've met, I've met. Wow, that is awesome. <laughs> that is. I'm grateful awesome. for meeting you. <laughs> Likewise, I'm grateful for meeting you too. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so, if, if there was one tip you can pass along to anybody regarding fitness, supplementation, nutrition, and obviously uh, mental health in regards to fitness and nutrition and supplementation, what would that be? Mm -hmm. 
find what is going to work for you. Uh, find, uh, make sure you hire a trainer. Number one, and I tell all my clients this, you're number one. You need to love yourself first to start embarking on this. As you embark, you're going to unfold a lot of things that have hindered you from becoming healthy and strong. That is my advice to people. Oh my gosh. Yes. You, yeah, you need to add motivational speaker to your, uh, your list of accolades too. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Cole. Oh my gosh. This is what yes. I teach my clients. One person at a time. That's mm-hmm. what I did at my studio. One person at a time. It's a boutique. Mm-hmm. It was a boutique style studio. Mm-hmm. Um, so one client at a time, everybody is different. Everybody's at a different um, journey. You know, a different learning curve. So that's why I did one client at a time in my studio. And and this is what I say to people. Love yourself first. Mm. You are number one. Nutritionist, entrepreneur, fitness expert, and master athlete, Helena Smolik joins me on Revelations, and it is time for the program where we go plug tuning. Now, this is when the guest gets to plug or promote his to his or her heart's desire anything that is on it. So, in this case, this is her. All right, Helena, whatever you want to promote or plug or whatever is on your mind. I will roll you the red carpet. The floor is yours. Thank you, Cole. Uh, please visit me at www.velocityathletictraining.com. Uh, feel free to email any questions, inquiries at iwin, I-W-I-N, at velocityathletictraining.com. Uh, follow me on Instagram, and I am on LinkedIn as well. I look forward to connecting with you. I look forward to motivating you and uh, having you get up, move, unleash your inner athlete. Be it, live it. Mm. All right. Well, I'm motivated to move now because of that and because of her. Uh, <laughs> nutritionist, <laughs> fitness expert, entrepreneur, and master athlete, Helena Smolik. Joining me on Revelations. Thank you. thank you for taking the time to join me. Oh, thank you, Paul. You have a great show. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share and motivate our fellow Americans. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. physical thing.
Although it's about seeing results, the benefits are much greater than that. The benefit of exercising is having a great lifestyle and extending yourself beyond a normal expectation of life expectancy. It also means a boost in feeling good and thinking on a higher level. Many talk about the physical benefits of exercise. Very few talk about the total power of a renewed human being via that vehicle. It's easy to look at someone like Helena and assume a vanity outlook considering its fitness and she's a master athlete. It's more difficult and more rewarding to dig within the fabric of the woman and see she cares about the client for more than just wanting to transform their body. In essence, she wants to transform their life in all phases. Helena stresses loving yourself first. And it's her own personal journey, which lets us know how invested she is in that message. Many thanks to Helena Smolik for giving us her perspective on life. For changing the world one conversation at a time. I'm Cole Johnson, and this has been... Revelations. Thank you for tuning into Revelations. To download this episode, go to ACAST and type Revelations. For apparel, go to Spring and type Revelations. Music by Lakey Inspired. Inspired.